0: going to go ahead and jump into the second one about you know kind of our experiences being baptized in the holy ghost praise god i mean i i I,
1: you go first Georgie. yeah tell us i'm
0: already here i'm gonna go first yeah just tell us i remember you know when the first time i got the first time when i got baptized in the (laughs) holy ghost i was i was and received the gift of of speaking in tongues I was actually—I think I talked about this with you already. I was actually on the playground in I think fourth grade, <laughs> That's which powerful. like totally is like that had to be the Lord because what like you know what fourth grader is trying to speak in tongues you know on or receives the Holy Ghost on the playground. But I remember my mom like uh, teaching me about the Holy Spirit and telling me about the Holy Spirit, and you just have to uh, like there's an utterance that comes. And that, you know, you just have to ask the Lord, you know, give me your Holy Spirit. You want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So as a young kid, you know, I was really sensitive. And I thank the Lord for making me sensitive to the things of, of Him. But I was, I, I wanted it. My heart really wanted wanted to, wanted the Holy Spirit and wanted everything God had for me. So that's why, you know, I went on the playground and received the Holy Spirit. But I, I also another another time I'm gonna I'm, I also just told y'all about this was when I went to camp uh, and I first felt the fire of God and felt like the the actual fire and burning inside of my inside of my stomach and like came with the joy of the Lord coming upon my life I was at a summer camp and I kid you not I remember not one thing from this camp other than it being <laughs> on that floor crying and laughing and just feeling this burning sensation inside my inside my body not knowing that that was the holy spirit and i knew i knew holy spirit when you receive the holy spirit he'll give you utterance speaking in tongues but the whole holy spirit and being baptized with fire was like completely different and that was such a crazy experience growing up uh at that summer camp but it's like and after that you know i you when i became sensitive to the holy spirit it's like the holy spirit's like led me and just guided every step of my way and you know he's he's never left me and it's just so awesome because you know the lord loves you so much that he left that for you (laughs) he he gave that gift to you as he that he didn't even leave you he gave you that holy spirit to live inside of you so he can speak to you everywhere he goes and you know it's just so awesome that i i was able thank you pastor sandy (laughs) <laughs> but I was that I was taught and able uh, to receive that at such a young age, you know and I really I really love the Lord and I've always had a heart for that and I just thank Him for this Holy Spirit because he's the, the Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you through all things. That's and true. He's your comforter he's your right hand he's with you everywhere you go mm-hmm. and the Lord is so good but yeah I was I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit of the Holy Spirit with yeah, the you were pretty young in tongue mm-hmm. and uh, pretty young you know yeah. yeah and I never I never once doubted because you know there's a real like controversy in like the contemporary church or like Christianity about you know speaking in tongues like that but that's like if you don't read like the Bible, the, the, how are you going to cut out that whole section of the Bible? It clearly says in Acts, you know, they were boy, they were speaking with a, a different utterance that wasn't their language, you know. But where was it going with that? I have no idea. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I just it was just. It's just awesome, you know, that I was... But yeah, th- there's
1: so a lot of so people it's, who... It's, very, it's a special gift that the
2: Lord gives to the church. Well, and you're so right, though, because in the contemporary American church, there is a lot that's of... That's
0: where I was, yeah, the yeah, Because yeah.
2: the thing is, the, the devil knows it's the most powerful thing after salvation, so that's why there's it. so much against it. And even for me, I grew up around it, and it's weird because I believed that it was real, but I... I was, pro- again, I said in the first part, like I was so prideful. I felt like I didn't need that. And now I've realized, you know, who, who are we? Who are we to to be so prideful to think that you don't need all that God has provided for you? You need his spirit in order to live the life that God has for you. And that was the biggest thing that I had to get hungry for it, you know, because if you, if you think that you don't need the Holy Spirit, it's really just a form of, of, of pride, you know, and whenever the Lord really humbles us, that's when we're able to, to seek it and to desire it, um, I mean how are you
0: gonna how are you gonna say no to like the Lord says here I'm leaving you but Mm -hmm. you know another one will come. Right, it's to your advantage. And you just say, nah, nah God, I'm I'm good. Right. I don't Mm -hmm. I don't need it. No, there's so much more, like there's so much you can do before like if you don't when you don't have the Holy Spirit. But once you once you receive the Holy Spirit and you understand who the Holy Spirit is, Mm -hmm. that He's living inside of you, that Jesus left the Holy Spirit You will go to a completely different level, and your life will never be the same because the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. lives inside of you, and that the Holy Spirit is the one that gives you that connection, that that straight pipeline to the Lord. You know, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father, and 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 He loved us. God loved us so much that He sent Jesus to leave us the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. so that way we didn't have to burn sacrifices, so that way we didn't have to follow the an ark of a covenant. That we could have a blood bought covenant Hallelujah. and a Holy yeah. Spirit that connected us straight to the Father. Yeah. And that, that's That's so good. You
2: have to realize that is why Jesus died. So that we could become carriers of his spirit. You know, when you're when you're saved, the Holy Spirit, yes, he saves you and he comes in you, but really Jesus washed us so clean so that we could be baptized in his spirit mm-hmm. on the day of Pentecost that we could be carriers of the overflow of the spirit of God to, to set our generation free the, I'm telling you the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the difference of being a Christian who's always in need and being a Christian who carries carries enough power to meet the needs of your generation of your city of the people around you the people you work with the people you go to school with I mean that that is literally the difference and it's so sad you know when, when even for me for so long I was so I didn't have the power to fully live in all that God had provided for me in salvation you know and I had to come again like we talked about in the first one you have to come to that understanding that you need the spirit of God you need all that he's provided for you you need God's help to live the Christian life and I think that's you know that's when I started getting hungry for it um and yeah so pretty much for me just to share my testimony of how I was able to receive it my testimony of it is probably very different than many people, um, because I was so around it, and I was, you know, always around people praying in tongues, and and I was a very analytical person. I was very in my mind, um, and so. I started desiring it, but I was so caught up in my mind, so caught up in trying to receive it with my head um, that it really, it blocked me. And I had a long period of time where I wanted it and it felt like I couldn't get it. And it left me so frustrated. And, you know, I remember my brother just encouraging me, telling me, you know, it's something you have to receive with your spirit. You can't get it with your head. And as many times as he told me that, I really, I, I didn't, I still struggled. I felt like I couldn't receive from God. And it, I almost bought into the lie. It is a lie from the devil that you're not able to receive from God or that you can't have it. That's a lie. And it the really spirit
0: is for every, yes. And person.
2: you, you have to believe that it's the same way you receive healing. We talked about that in the first podcast. You have to believe that the Holy Ghost is for you and that God will fill you. You, you, when you ask God, you believe that you have received it and you open up your mouth. So that was the, my biggest thing. I, I think I was waiting for something to take possession of me, but the devil is the one who possesses people. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. It says that they they spoke on the day of Pentecost as they spoke as the spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit is not going to possess you. You have control over your body. So the the best way I heard this explanation, this is the best way to explain it. When you're water baptized, you have to yield to the person baptizing you. If you stand up super straight with your knees locked, You are not going to get baptized in water. You have
0: to. You're gonna. You're (laughs) gonna be
2: knocked over. It's not going to work. If you have to yield, you have to bend your knees. You have to cooperate with the person dunking you in the water. And so that I finally I realized I like I wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit so bad. I I like wanted it so bad, and I finally realized. I was the one who had to open up my mouth. I knew, I knew that it was purchased for me. When I saw it in the word of God, I had been reading my Bible. I knew that this was what I needed. I had gone as far as I could in my own strength. I needed the Holy Spirit and I had to come to that point. I think it was like, it was, it was a long time. It was months that I was trying to receive, um, this gift and I finally realized it was up to me to open up my mouth, that he already purchased it for me. I had to be the one to get out of my head, to humble myself enough to open up your mouth. And let me tell you, if this is something you've struggled with or whatever, as soon as you begin to pray in tongues, your mind is going to rise up against your spirit. Because for all those years, your flesh has been in control. Your mind has been in control. And the Bible says the mind is at enmity with God. So as soon as you begin to pray in tongues, your mind starts freaking out and it tries to take back control because it doesn't like your spirit to control. You sound dumb. Praying in tongues is very humbling experience. You sound dumb in the natural. It's very undignifying. It, it crucifies your flesh. And so, you know, when I first began to open up my mouth and you know your prayer language develops over time. At first it's usually just one sound for some people it's just one sound for one a while. Yeah. You have to you have to develop just like any language when you're when you're a baby you have to develop your language. So you know and I really struggled in the beginning. I, I was very much like trying to do it and I was like I don't feel anything. I was so in my head but really I I realized that it's just it's your mind trying to take back control and you really have to break through that for me and not this is not like this for everyone but I really had to take the time and discipline myself to break down the barrier of my mind. And, you know, my my brother, the way he explained it to me, it's like when you pray in tongues, it's like drilling through concrete. It's like you have to drill all the way through the flesh until you can break into the, the, the area where you can begin to receive from God. It's like the first the first few months for me was really I was disciplining myself. I was forcing my mind to submit to the spirit of god and I really had to exercise faith to believe that I because your mind is going to tell you this is stupid this nothing's happening you're not doing anything you're not getting it you don't feel anything but it's not about a feeling it's not about a feeling what does the bible say you know you have to come to the point where you know when I'm doing this I you have faith that something's happening um so but it does get past that point there is hope you know because I had months where I was like I don't feel anything this is not working and um So, but it wasn't until, um, this was just, just like three years ago, I, um, I had just gotten out of a relationship and, um, it was, it was a pretty bad breakup and I was really upset. Um, I was in a pretty low spot, you know, emotionally, and I was, um, really, really broken. And my brother told me, you know, come on, come on young adult retreat, just come, just come. And I was just so broken. I was like, anything, I I need an encounter with God. So, so I went on retreat, um, And it was that night I was so just upset, so emotionally broken. And um, this was the first time that I really was able to receive from the Holy Ghost. I had prayed in tongues, but it, it was that night all of a sudden. And again, remember, I'm like so upset. I'm going through a breakup. But this night, I just remember giving up. I was like, Lord, I give up. I'm done. I, I got to the end of myself, and I finally was able to get over that, that my mind trying to be in control. I was so broken that I just laid it out before God, and I said, God, you have to touch me. You have to touch me tonight. And as soon as I released all of that to God and just put it in his hands, i kid you not all of a sudden the spirit of god came on me and i began to laugh uncontrollably I I mean out of my innermost being like it says in John 7 out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water and I had spent the last like week crying and so I knew this was supernatural I laughed the hardest I've ever laughed for like an hour straight I was stuck to the floor I was laughing my face off like service was over your girl was laughing on the floor oh yes yes I I mean service was over I was still laughing my head off like it and I kid you not it was supernatural joy and that encounter did something for me because you know when you it was great to like pray in tongues but you do eventually need a breakthrough where you're able to receive from God allow the spirit of God to impart the love of God mm-hmm. into you that's what the Holy Spirit does he he imparts the love of God to you and that encounter marked me because I knew it was beyond my mind because in my mind I was upset in my mind I was confused but in the in the in the spiritual. God filled me with supernatural joy, and that'll do something for your faith. That'll do, and I, you know how can you doubt? How can you doubt the Spirit of God after you have an encounter like that? And so that's why it's so important that we have that infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's when you know the Bible talks about in Romans the mind of the spirit versus the mind of the flesh. You have to get to a point where you take dominion over the mind of the flesh, and that was my biggest thing. You know, I think a lot of people maybe they automatically receive the Holy Spirit and it's like that, but for me it did. To take time I I really wrestled through it but James the book of James says you know we our mind and our spirit they wrestle um but the more you persist in the word of God and and continue 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 praying in the spirit it will eventually break through and you'll get that breakthrough um, and be able to receive from God. So I know Courtney's testimony was pretty different. So you want to talk about yours?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how, uh, how the Lord, he doesn't work in one way. He's, he can do anything. And so, you know, you hearing different testimonies from each of us about our encounter with the Holy Spirit, it, is encouraging that God doesn't operate in the same way at the, right. always. And so, I mean, it even says that in the Bible that he, um, in first in Corinthians 14 or 12 or whatever, whenever it's talking about the gifts of the Holy spirit that, you know, he, there's different administrations and different ways and different varieties, but it's the same spirit. And so it's, it's awesome to hear just, you know, the, a, different, the yeah. difference, because, yeah. you know, for me, I, you know, Victoria and Georgie, they both grew up knowing a lot about the Holy Ghost, a lot about uh the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They they heard teaching on it and so they were aware of of this gift. And for me, I had no idea about just like I had no idea of you know what Jesus had did for me, I did not know anything about the Holy Spirit either until I, I got saved and I started to read the Bible and see what the Word of God said about the Holy Spirit. And so you know, like I had said in the first podcast, if you had listened uh, or if you hadn't listened, go back and, and, and hear it. But, you know, that first year of being saved, I fell in love with Jesus. By the end of that first year of college, I was uh, just loving on Jesus. But I wanted so much more and I knew that more was available. And so I heard about the Holy Spirit. This was when, probably the first time that I was reading the book of Acts of the Apostles in the Bible and uh, it was my first summer After college, going back home, because I lived away from home for a year. So I was living away from, I guess, that old life that I I had before I got saved and kind of stepping back into it. And I knew I needed the strength from God. I knew I needed God to come and move in me powerfully because I knew, you know, you don't just get saved so that you could, uh, you know, just be a Christian. There is more to salvation than just Knowing God, loving on Him, He wants to do a work in you and through you. And I knew I wanted the Holy Spirit because He was the 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 person that Jesus had sent. So I was reading the Acts of the Apostles, and that summer, me and my friend uh, had started a life group, kind of like a Bible study. And we started asking girls from our high school to you know, come, and we're going to read the word, we were going to minister to them, and I remember that first time that we did this life group over the summer, it was powerful, that was like the first time that I had ever ministered, and I prayed for girls, and I like felt the, holy, the power of God actually come and work through me in that, and I was like, I just got hungry for more of God that summer, and I remember um, right before, kind of jumping back, but right before uh, the, the year ended, that school year ended, We, me, Victoria, and one of our other friends, Shannon, were being discipled by, uh, by this girl from our, our church Kimmy, she uh, she asked us okay what what do y'all want for this summer you know what do you want to see God do and I remember Victoria was like I want to like get baptized in the Holy Spirit and yeah, I was when like, I
2: wanted it so bad I, I know was like,
1: I was like I was like oh what's that like I didn't know like I just didn't I mean like I said this is all new to me I was like oh what's that okay me too you know so I'm like wanting the Holy Spirit but but I really did like I think I, I wanted it so bad I remember I was I was alone that summer besides like the life group and you know um, so So I I was like started to just cry out for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I started to ask God, fill me. Lord, I wanna I wanna know you more than I know you now. I know that there's more. I just started crying out to God. And, and just like I had cried out for to know what the answer was for my salvation, that it was Jesus, I cried out for the Holy Spirit. And so I just remember you know, asking the Lord daily, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Come, come Holy Spirit. I want to know you intimately. I want to know you more. I want to be strengthened with the power from God on high. And so, one day that summer, I was, like, spending time in the Word. I was, I think I had, like, the house alone. Everyone was at work or summer camp or whatever, Um, and I... Yeah, I was just spending time in the Lord's presence and I went in my playroom and I just, again, just started crying out for the Holy Spirit to come and fill me. Again, I I hadn't grown up around people that had been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I don't know what it was supposed to look like. I don't know what it was supposed to be like, feel like experience. I had no, like... uh, I had no, nothing to compare it to, to say this is what it should be. But let me tell you that that day I cried out to the Lord and I asked him, come and fill me. And I like was on my knees. I had my hands out. My I mean, I was just totally surrendered to God. And he came, his spirit, like, like Victoria said, his spirit came upon me. So powerfully in my house that I grew up in, that I didn't know Jesus, and He filled me with His Holy Spirit. And, and it started in from, like, literally, as Pastor Rodney says, from the top of your head to the soles of my feet. I, I felt something in my stomach come up and out, and I began to, to pray in the Holy Spirit. I, I began to speak in a language that I didn't know of, and, and for me, I, again, I didn't know what it was supposed to sound like, but it was just another language. It was totally, words were just flowing out of me, and I was crying. I felt the the, the, the presence of God. I felt it was hot. I mean, God came and touched me and I mean I just probably stayed there for I don't know how long but I remember I was in summer school that summer but I remember you know being like, oh my gosh, I have school right now. And I got up and like just went to school and I was like, wait, what just happened? But that summer, I was changed. Like Victoria said, when you, are, when you are touched with the Holy Spirit, your life changed and I was transformed. And that summer we had done life group. We were doing Bible study. We were seeing girls come to the Lord. We were ministering to people. And um, it was growing. It was growing, and that's the thing about the Holy Spirit. You read in the Acts of the Apostles how, when the Spirit of God came upon them, the church grew. It grew in numbers daily, and we started seeing just people come get have encounters with Jesus. They were the life group was growing, and there is fruit when the Holy Spirit comes. in. it was a powerful experience. That again, you know, another thing that changed my life forever.
2: Yeah, and, and I. I- Uh, I was just going to say, and I just want to like encourage anyone who is recently maybe you recently got baptized in the holy spirit or you haven't but you're like you're desiring that um i just encourage you to continue in it continue in it you know it is something that's developed over time the more the more that you have encounters with the holy spirit the more because you know the bible says be being filled with the holy spirit it's not a one one -hmm. and done you're continuously filled with the holy spirit and each time each time he can take you deeper. And, and I think that is what was so beautiful for me because it was, for a while, it was kind of like hard on me getting over my mind, getting over those lies that nothing's happening. You sound crazy. You're not really doing anything. It's not real. You're faking it. You know, those are lies that try to come. But I just encourage you, you know, if you've ever had those lies, I encourage you so much, continue in it because you will come to a point where it breaks through. Mm-hmm. It's like digging a well. You you dig and you dig and then you hit water. and then once you get to that place and you have that breakthrough it's so easy you you learn how to receive from the Holy Spirit and every time you begin to pray in the Spirit you can be in receive mode automatically you don't have to like you know because in the beginning even I remember my brother saying when he first got baptized in the Holy Spirit um there was a season where he would pray in the Spirit and he's like why am I not feeling that same way I did the first night Mm -hmm. well you have to develop you have to develop you know you develop your prayer language just like any other language you know and you have to grow grow in the things of God and um but he he will and the more you do it the more powerful it is each time and now eventually you get to a point in your relationship with the Holy Spirit where you're just able to step over and receive every single day by Mm -hmm. praying in the Spirit so
0: and, and you may be listening to this podcast like wow they're really passionate about like the Lord or like wow man this sounds real to them well it's because it is the the holy spirit is a gift that the that jesus left for you when he died on the cross god had this in his in his perfect plan Mm -hmm. for sending jesus on the earth was he was going to send jesus and jesus was going to leave the holy spirit Mm -hmm. and it's 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 a gift it's a Real gift. It's a real thing. We're not just some crazy people who are passionate and talking about it's something real. that we feel. But it's something that we know lives on the inside of us, and it's something that's with us daily, and that we've grown, and that we've encountered, and and the Lord wants that for everybody. And it, and you can't just you can't just hear this and say, "Wow, that's great for them." Like, oh, wow, this sounds so real because it is real. And you, and just like all of us, even though we had three different stories. We all cried out and we all wanted to receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is a gift. Nobody gets a gift without first wanting it. Yes. When you when it's Christmas morning and you see those gifts, you know you know that one of those gifts is for you. So you take it and you unwrap it and you see what it is. And it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. When you when with Jesus left the Holy Spirit for you, it's here, but it's our job to grab it, mm-hmm. unwrap it, yes. see what's in it, see what it does and and to see what it does and see what the holy spirit is you have to get in your word yeah. the word of god is the bible and the Bi- and if you don't if you don't read this if you don't read this with the holy spirit you'll you'll mostly yeah. think the bible is just a book and it's just a big book with a bunch of words and a bunch of chapters but once you receive the holy spirit the holy spirit will show you and open your eyes and remove the veil Uh, and and make the word living in your life so not only is the holy spirit for you uh, to give you guidance and to comfort you and to help you but it's to reveal god's true breathing living word of his of the bible and reveal jesus to you through his Mm -hmm. word and every and everybody can receive that you just first have to get hungry and you have to cry out and say lord i want your holy spirit I want to receive that in feeling of the Holy Spirit. And he is will receive, and he will give it to you. Mm-hmm. He's already giving it to, to you. Not And you, all you have to do is ask for it, and you will receive it. And you will begin to be, get, uh, build it up. And it, and it is meant for every single person yeah. here on earth who wish to have it.
1: Yes, yeah, that scripture so says, you know, uh, he's a good father. And what father who gives good gifts... How much more will he give his Holy Spirit? So the Father that gives good things, that gives good gifts, gives you a good the, the goodness of the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, like Victoria is saying, like like Georgie was saying, about getting in your word, understanding, like Victor, like Victoria was saying about you have to, you know, continue and press in. The more word you have about the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. understanding what it what is it? That, that happens while I pray in the Holy Spirit. That gives you the faith. What, it gives you right. the faith. For, and then when you begin to read from the Word of God, oh my goodness, it says that the Holy Spirit prays the perfect will of God through me in my weakness. He, he prays through me the perfect will of God making all things work together for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. You go and begin to pray in the Holy Spirit and you begin to understand the things that are written about the word in the word of god about the holy spirit becomes so real to you as the word of as the holy spirit prays through you for we don't know how to pray but the holy spirit prays through us in in utterances that we know not
0: and i and i know even as some of you who may not have encountered the holy spirit but are listening to this podcast, I know even now you're starting to feel something bubble up inside of your stomach and that's just not something that that's just not a feeling from listening to us but that is the Holy Spirit inside of you starting to bubble up because it's in there and he wants to come out and you just have to receive them. You have to cry out to the Lord and just say, Lord, I want your Holy Spirit. There's a reason why something's bubbling up inside of you and that is the Holy Spirit, not just some feeling you get or a gut feeling but the Holy Spirit that the Lord left in uh, there for you.
2: Right, and all you have to do is open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. You know, don't wait. If you feel like you said, if you feel the presence of God on you, you feel like, I want that. I want that kind of relationship with the Holy Spirit. God is, God is, is speaking to you. And he wants you to open up your mouth. You have to cooperate and yield. And when you do, the Holy Spirit will fill you. Like Courtney said, if you ask God, know that he will give you what you ask for. He's such a good father. And the Holy Spirit, I mean, even like you were saying about praying, I mean, it's so hard. Like, it's hard to pray sometimes. In certain situations, you go through things. We need the Holy Spirit to help us in our weakness, to help us pray, you know? So I just encourage you, if, if, you're, if you want that, I just continue to pray for it continue continue to believe that the holy spirit is praying through you and know that he he's doing an awesome work in you so
1: yeah
0: well and find, and find somebody find somebody you can talk to about it you know yeah and if i'd rather be a pastor or a spiritual leader or somebody you know and if you don't have anybody you can you can email us you can reach us you can dm us oh uh, you can email us at T-P-O-L-C-Y-A at gmail.com. And you can d- even DM us on Instagram at YA underscore power love. But we would love to get connected with you if you're listening to this or maybe you don't have anybody to talk to about it. We, we want to reach out and we want to we love on you and we want to help you in any way we can. So if you have anything or maybe nobody wants to hear you, somebody thinks you're crazy, we're here for you and we want to we be able to connect with you.
1: Yes. We yeah, love so you. Stay, share, tuned. Share, um, stay tuned for Share part testimonies. Three. We want to hear them. And, and yeah, stay tuned for part three where we talk about staying on fire for God.
0: Thanks, guys. Glory. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and Breaker. Also, don't forget to follow our social media at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for listening.